You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging, but it's the 21st century. Financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It's for you and me, busy moms and dads living their best life. The big question is this, how do we create time, avoid making painful mistakes, set examples for our children and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? This podcast will give you the answers. Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best guest experts. It is now the time you start living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shogunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Parent Podcast. A balanced lifestyle requires both a balanced body and mind. Dr. Brianna Gregory. I'm excited to introduce my guest today, Dr. Brianna Gregory, a down-to-earth expert in holistic medicine and a true advocate for high-achieving women. Dr. Brianna is all about helping women like you squash the overwhelm and live your healthiest, most abundant, and fulfilling life. With background as a trained pharmacist, and her personal journey overcoming health challenges led down by conventional medicine. She's the perfect guide for this topic. Today, we're having a candid conversation about overall wellness. Dr. Brianna will shed light on how our health system affects our daily lives and emotions, and we'll get real about the broken parts of our medical system and often deeper issues that are under-assessed. But it's not all talk. We're also diving into the mind-body connection and giving you practical steps to kickstart your own journey toward better health and more fulfilling life. So get ready to join us for a chat that is not just informative, but down-to-earth and relatable. Hey, Money Bosses. Welcome. I'm excited for our guest today. And we are talking with Brianna Gregory. And the topic, I've I've been kind of setting the theme of my year um, and also the theme for this podcast. And it's centered around wellness. And it's such a big topic. So I want to dissect it um, really closely as we um, kind of unfold everything here. But one big topic that we all get to to deal with on everyday basis has to do with how you know how well and balanced we live our life and what our health is like. And so, Brianna, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure, Anna. So happy to be here with you today. I'm excited because I think um, I mentioned this uh, before we hit record button that I haven't really had anyone come on this podcast yet and talk talk to our listeners about. This, this idea of well-balanced life as it pertains to our health. So I know you have a story to tell and our listeners are eager, but I don't know why it's taken me so long to talk about this topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's complex. <laughs> yes, agree. It's like, you know, I get to sit down with clients that literally just hopped out of meeting uh, before we're, we're connected for a recording, but it's like, 
you know, it's looking at numbers and still, I mean, still talking about, you know, important parts of your financial life, but there's like this one small item on everybody's budget, right? It's like health insurance or, you know, health, you know, whatever health related, like gym membership. And most people just kind of like brush off, oh, I just like pay for that, you know, whatever, or cost of insurance has increased. And so they just get more frustration around it. So I want to kind of put that aside. We're not talking about, you know, what it costs to do these things, although we can, but I want to talk about how can we bring more of it because the overall wellness that we all desire includes us really being more mindful about all of this stuff. So let's start with you sharing, like how, why do you talk about this topic? Like what is, why is it so important in your life? And you feel like you have to go out and tell others about it. Yeah. So I think just like anybody who is super excited and passionate about what they do, it's because they've experienced something in their past that drives them to want to help others, I guess, not go through what they went through or just get better and kind of have a shortcut or an informational roadmap to get to where they are today. You know, we want to help solve problems. And so by trade, I'm a pharmacist which means that I'm a conventionally trained healthcare professional. Mm -hmm. And that begs the question, well, why do I work in the health and wellness space? Why do I work in the functional medicine space? Because that is not how we are conventionally trained. And for those that aren't really familiar with what functional medicine is, essentially it's integrative or preventive medicine. Mm -hmm. It's being sure that we have laid the groundwork for not just health, but wellness, because those are two very different things. And so it's so important to me to help others understand where they can access this information to truly be well and to live as the most energetic, vibrant and successful version of themselves. Cause I've struggled with my health in the past. And unfortunately, like so many other people, I got bounced around from doctor to doctor to doctor, which led from one medication to another medication to another medication and none of them fix the problem. So essentially I'm almost in a worse place than where I started. And as a pharmacist, I see this all the time, you know, typically as a functional medicine, health and wellness, practicing pharmacists, people end up with me at the quote unquote end of their rope. You know, they've been to all the major health clinics, not just around the U S but around the world. They've been to all the doctors, they've paid all the money I heard a patient tell me last week that they have been to 50, five, zero doctors before they ended up with the doctor that I, one of the doctors that I work closely with to help them get the answers. I mean, that's just, that's unacceptable. Can you imagine someone bouncing around 50 financial planners? (laughs) I mean, it it just does not make sense. So this is something that people aren't talking about it enough, which I'm, this is why I'm so glad that you are talking about it. But as you mentioned at the beginning, it's kind of like, how do you unpack it? Where do you start? Right. Right. It's left very murky and overwhelming. I think intentionally to not allow our society to be as healthy as we truly can be. And that's what I'm so passionate about is empowering and educating and helping to develop a roadmap for people's wellness so that they can get to be the person that they deserve to be. Yeah, no, I, I can't agree more with, with you. Um, one of the, one of the analogies I do use with clients, just, you know, trying to re, you know, bring complex financial planning top, topics into something they can relate, but, and I knew you would agree with this, 
um, when we sit down to do a financial plan, it's like, okay, we got to sort of do history and physical and what's happening, because if we can't diagnose where where things are aren't working or what's really happening, we can't really give you advice. Or I use, a, a, you know, a part of that is like a prescription. I can't write you a prescription for whatever medicine or whatever the issue you're having. So, you know, clients laugh. They're like, "Oh yeah, I kind of get that." So, um, I thought I'd share this because there. I mean, yes, there are steps that you can prescribe to someone, right? Or you can teach them specific lifestyle hacks and you know, and and what they can do in their everyday life. Um, in order to be better, right? And it's not going to be solved. And I'm really, you know, honestly, very fascinated by the by the idea that you can you can heal yourself, right? As as an individual, heal your your own body and your own issues. But you have to start somewhere. So, can we talk a little bit about what are the components of this balanced life that you know that we're all kind of thinking and wanting? So, like, what are the components, and how can somebody just even start start to wrap their mind around it? Yes, that is a great question. To peel back the layers, again, is complex. And so I think, you know, if you're not already in a doctor's office wondering, why am I not getting better here, then think to yourself or jot it down. What are my main concerns? Or as we call it in medicine, chief complaints. What are the main one, two, three reasons why you're going into the doctor? Is it that you feel anxious? Is it that you feel depressed? Is it that you have a pain in your right leg. You know, it can be any of these things. But the thing is, is those things don't just happen overnight. They may become noticeable or visible overnight, but they've been happening at an underlying level for years before they ever present themselves. It's the, it's the body's way of manifesting these thoughts and these feelings and, and anxieties until they turn into something else, basically where the body just can't handle it anymore. And then we slap a label on it like, diabetes or heart, you know, hypertension or heart disease. It's like, listen, we don't need to be labeling people. We need to be helping people. Mm -hmm. We need to be helping them understand that, that they can be empowered to sit down and say, okay, what are my main complaints? How do I get in contact with the people that can help me? How do I find someone who will listen to me and understand me for an individual? Because I guarantee you that the majority of people that you talk to, they've been to a doctor that says, ah, well, your lab results are normal. So everything's fine. You're like, uh, I'm postmenopausal. I can't sleep. I have hot, I have hot flashes, you know, every hour. Yeah. It's like, is it though? Is that normal? It's not normal. It's what people are living with, but that doesn't make it normal. Um, so, you know, always, always be questioning your healthcare professionals, whether it's pharmacists or doctors or whoever that might be, those people need to be transparent with you. So be sure that you are involved with the healthcare team who's listening. I also always tell my, my patients to be sure that you give yourself the permission to be quiet. And what I think is so special in that is that when you give your chance, the mind, when you give your, your mind, the chance to be quiet on a daily basis, then you start recouping the energy and the empowerment and the joy that makes you the best version of yourself. The reason that that's important is that we can go through our daily lives, just putting one foot in front of the other. And at the end of the day, we end up feeling exhausted, feeling fatigued, feeling unhappy. And it's like, we have lost our identity. We've lost ourself. You know, it's like, what, why are we really here? What do we really want? Give yourself the permission to nail that down and get super clear on it so that you can execute it. Right. Like as a coach, 
um, you know, or financial planner, anyone, health and wealth are so closely ingrained. It's, it's a good thing, I guess. Um, but so closely ingrained that as, as coaches and, and people that are, that are leading, we need to inform clients that they have the ability to design their own future, whether that's with financial health or, or physical health. So just like with anything, getting clarity on it is always helpful. So I need to know what that information is from my client and of, of their clarity of what their future looks like so that I can help them get there, right? That's a big part of the buy-in process mm-hmm. is what is it that they really want? Because my idea for success for somebody is probably way different than their own version of success for them. Wouldn't you say so? Like, Because a lot of times people come to you or, or even to me, right? Like if we're comparing health, you know, health and wealth, like when there's issues, when there are issues, when they're struggling, when they're in pain. So like when somebody's hurting, like that's a very different journey or a starting point versus somebody who wants to just, you know, overall improve, you know, their lifestyle, their, you know, everything around them. So like when you are at this point where it hurts, right. And you're struggling and you're sick, right. How, you know, how do you address, you know, how do you, what steps do you take steps differently? What do you do at that point? A lot of listening, because again, someone's going to come in and they're going to verbalize their chief complaints. You know, my right leg hurts. Um, I have panic attacks, right? But what, what I'm doing is I'm listening to see what it is that their lifestyle is like, what it is that they're doing on a daily basis. What is it in their life that they're doing repetitively enough that it's impacting their physical health? And this might be something at their job because people are at their job every day. It might be something that they're eating. It might be something that they're slathering on their skin in the shower. You know, I mean, that's really, really important is the household products and personal products that people use in their home actually impact their physical well-being a lot more than people realize. Um but the good news is those things are easy to cut out, right? And that's free to do. Um, movement is free. These things are free. But I need to have a good understanding of what it is people are doing on a daily basis to understand what the root cause of those issues are. That pain, that panic attack, whatever it is that it might be, those don't just show up one day, right? There's an underlying penetrating issue, which we usually find is rooted in overwhelm. And then we go after that because... When I first started coaching one-on-one with individuals, my focus was a lot more broad. I wanted to work with men and women, and I wanted to focus on balance and all that, you know, I thought I could, uh, I thought I could attract everybody mm-hmm. and that just wasn't realistic. The reason why is, you know, getting really, really clear on my end of what I provide helps my clients have clarity too and relatability, but at the same time, I didn't expect this, but the majority of clients I work with suffer from a lot of anxiety. And that's how I started focusing on overwhelm. Because if we peel back the layers, it's they have so much on their plate and they have not given themselves the permission to slow down that after months of the same thing, years of the same thing, the same habits, they're so overwhelmed that now they've zapped their adrenal glands. They're in full-blown anxiety you know, their marriage is falling apart, right? Like these are very realistic domino effect type of situations. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot of peeling back the layers because we are big old onions that are very complex people. Um, 
And so a lot of it is just really assessing the lifestyle because there's so many moving parts to it. It's not just diet and exercise. Becoming a new parent is extraordinary, life-changing event that brings a mix of emotions from joy to worry, excitement and fear. Suddenly, you're not only responsible for yourself, but also for another little person who depends on you for everything. And it's okay to feel overwhelmed. But remember, you've got this. Did you know that raising a child from birth to age 18 can cost over $234,000 on average? And that does not even include things like daycare, private school, or college savings for the future. Planning for these expenses is crucial, and that's where the Money Parent Checklist comes in. I've created this resource for new parents like you to get you started. It will help you adapt and prepare for the, your new financial reality. It's a comprehensive guide that covers everything from setting up a budget for your new family, planning baby expenses, securing your child's future, and even preparing for those exciting college years ahead. Yes, I've got you covered from A to Z, so you can focus on cherishing those precious moments with your little one. But don't let money worries get in the way of creating unforgettable memories. Visit parentmoneychecklist.com today and grab your free copy. I know. And that's like, right. That's the sort of the first thing that comes to mind. Oh, I got to lose 20 pounds. Oh, I got to go to the gym, you know, or my gym in the garage and <laughs> I got to work out more consistently, but you're right. It's like, you have to look at your life, like holistically, like, what are you doing every day? <laughs> Maybe you're drinking too much wine or too much coffee, or I mean, what, right. Whatever issues that might come up for sure. I, I relate to your comment that you mentioned earlier about going to the doctors and that, and that frustrates me. Like I, I try not to go unless I, I mean, I shouldn't say this on a podcast, but I mean, <laughs> honestly, unless it's like an emergency situation, because I mean, frankly, like why do why do a blood work, you know, when you go to the doctor and I look at it and like they say you're fine, right? And and you're not feeling your a hundred percent. Like that's frustrating. So there's there's just not enough tools, right, in their hands to explain to you, like, okay, maybe something is going on. Maybe you need to change your lifestyle or, or diet or, or sleep patterns or so. Yeah. Like this is exactly what's, what's happened in the past. Uh, and I know I'm not the only one because you're hearing it a lot too. Right. Yeah. I think a, an important piece of information that is not widely given is what does a normal lab range even mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've kind of just come to accept that. Oh, well, again, you're normal. So you're fine. It's like, listen, no, this person is legitimately suffering. They're clearly not fine. A normal lab result, that range that they show you, if you're in range or out of range, is just an average of what the population would be if we took everyone's numbers for a thyroid, for example, we averaged it out, and that's our range. That doesn't mean that you're actually normal. That doesn't mean you feel well. It just means that you fall within an average of everyone else that's out there. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, we need to have that understanding of what it actually looks like to be in a healthy range, not just the quote unquote normal range. Otherwise people don't get the treatment they need. And like you said, Anna, then they don't go to the doctor. And that really, that's not what we as healthcare professionals should want is people shying away from the doctor, but it happens everywhere all the time. Unless, yeah, unless you're sick. I know. So, so how we know what the situation is. And so how, how can more people know about what you do, right? Like, um, and how can they actually put it in practice? Like 
what what are the tools and practical things like what can I just do tomorrow just take one step closer to that balanced life whatever that means for me or you know for the listener right yeah for someone starting on their own and trying to kind of pick away at this at this new new approach of healing the body from the inside out is again getting very clear and honest with yourself about what it is that you need and you're trying to achieve. So if you suffer with chronic back pain, then that probably looks a lot like being pain-free. Okay. If you think about a time when you've been pain-free, what does that feel like to you? What does that look like to you? Write that down on a sheet of paper, put it on your bathroom mirror and look at it at least twice a day when you're brushing your teeth. Cause I'll tell you, I have a list of this, a long list that sits on my mirror and I look at it every day and it reminds me So it's connecting my body and my mind of the intentions I have and the changes that I need to make. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if that person that has chronic back pain knows that they need to get out and get moving, I'm not asking you to go run a 5k, you know, next month, I'm just asking you to just put your shoes on and get outside. Just go for a walk. Changes have to be Mm bite-sized because how many times do we end up in a situation where we're there because we're so overwhelmed. And then we say, I'm going to change all these things at one time. I'm going to get the gym membership. I'm going to go vegan. I'm going to do all these things. That's not realistic. You're still going to be overwhelmed, right? Bite size changes. Just pick one is my advice. Just pick one change that you want to accomplish. Write that down, commit to it, tell someone else about it because it's going to keep you accountable and then start implementing that tomorrow. Yeah. I I, th- I think there's actually a book on this, on this concept of how we get, you know, get so excited and then get stuck in parallel. I think it's called living in the gap. I have to look up. Um, I've, I've been hearing about it on other podcasts, but it's about this idea of like, okay, we see this big goal and we know that we need to do, but there's like this big, you know, gigantic ocean, like right in front of you that you need to step into. So just took like a first step one little half half a step that's already a big improvement versus like constantly thinking about it in your head oh I'll do it tomorrow right and and that gap just like keeps widening anyway it's a quick summary but I think it, it relates to to a lot of like personal um, challenges right especially when it when it comes to your health so I like your suggestion about putting a note a sticky note on your mirror because yeah we forget especially yeah on the small thing, like small things, like you said, like teeny things that you can do without thinking. Right. Exactly. It has to be the reason it has to be intentional and you have to sit down and really get clear on what it is that you want to accomplish is if you're not serious about it, it's not going to happen. Don't waste your time setting goals like that, right? Invest your time spending your precious time on the goals that you really want to achieve. And again, if it's just one, that's fine. You don't need to be achieving five start somewhere. So for maybe for those who don't know, but can you, can you give us a little idea of what a, what a functional uh, medicine professional is? Like what, what do you address in the, like a typical consultation? Like what areas would you discuss with the client? Yeah. So I'm going to do a full intake history and I want to know everything about you. I want to know where you've been, where you live, what you do on a daily basis, the type of diet you have. I want to focus on oral health because oral health and the health of the mouth is literally the gateway to so many diseases. It's unbelievable. Yet it's one of the most neglected areas. It's incredible that we're still having that block. Um, 
And I want to look at any major symptoms that you're having. Is it depression or anxiety or pain? I want to look at the supplements that you're on. I want to look at the medications you're on. It's a full review and also lifestyle habits. Of course, any clinical history too, like, you know, any major health conditions or diseases that may be impacting the way that your body can metabolize or function or anything like that. But typically what we find is that by peeling back those layers is that a lot of the root cause of some of these symptoms, anxiety, depression, pain, whatever that might be, is rooted in overwhelm. And so we discuss thoroughly how to squash overwhelm. How do we get ahead of it and control it before it controls us? And then how do we recoup your body's ability to heal itself? Because again, take the example of anxiety, you know, just become anxious overnight. It's due to your environmental situation your lifestyle, your daily commitments, and the way your body's responding to that. So your body is equipped with everything it needs to heal itself, but we have to support it. And what I mean by support it is give it back what it's deficient in. So, you know, hear me when I say this is that people don't get sick because they have a low level of some pharmaceutical drug in their blood. They get sick either because the body is out of balance or because it's deficient in something. And one of the easiest ways that we can help the body come back into balance so that it can fight off some of these stressors that we encounter on a daily basis is giving it back supplementation. So vitamins, supplements, hormones, things like that, that our body naturally makes on its own and it requires to function normally. But when we're constantly in a state of stress, our body is eventually going to run out of those natural stores and we need to jumpstart it again to remind it how to do what it already knows how to do. So it's a beautiful thing to watch people turn the corner and course correct and be able to one, manage their busy, stressful lifestyles, but then two, be well enough to get ahead of the overwhelm and squash it before it comes and gets them again. So now they're more equipped both mentally and physically to take on their busy lifestyles. I know that all of this is what you're describing is like, it's something that we all need. Like it should be the standard, right? Of our medical system. Like this is, this is it. Like, so, you know, why doesn't it exist? It's a big question because everyone is going through this, right? And then the treatment of disease completely changes, right? Then, then you're managing your lifestyle. I like, you had a quote on your website that said, a balanced lifestyle requires both um, a balanced body and a balanced mind. And um, I know you're, you're, you're referring to the overwhelm and, 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 and some of the, you know, some of the challenges that we all have there because life is just full of everything. How do you, how do you address the mind piece? Like, because I think, I, I would think that you probably get a lot of resistance or you get some resistance from people, right? Like meditation or, you know, doing some of the, some of the yoga, some of these alternative, uh, right? Treatments. I don't know if I'm using the right word, mm -hmm. but alternative options for, you know, getting you in the right spot. Mm -hmm. Well, what I really like to do is after a full workup, I, I want to get very clear on where my clients want to be. I want to have a good understanding of what their image of success and health looks like. You know, it's not always, I lost 20 pounds. Sometimes it's, I'm healthy enough 
to walk my daughter down the aisle in six months. You know, there's always a bigger reason. There's always a bigger reason beyond our own health. And that right there is the strongest fuel to remind someone why they want to trend in a positive direction towards wellness. So they've already helped me understand what it is that they're trying to accomplish. And I'm as a coach there to support them and to challenge them because there's going to be times where they lapse and that's okay. We get back on the horse and we go for it again. And there's going to be times where they've kind of lost sight of where they're going. So I have to challenge them as a coach and remind them, Hey, this change is going to be uncomfortable, but get comfortable in the discomfort as counterintuitive as that, as that sounds, because if you get comfortable with the feeling of discomfort, then you know that you are continually growing and the mind uses that as fuel in it's little checkbox and goes, yep, check it off. Success, success, success. We have to do those bite-sized changes so that our mind can grasp the idea of success, which sends a positive signal to the body of yes, I can do this achievement. Let's keep trending in the positive direction because the mind and the body work so closely together that we have to continually give ourselves that positive feedback, stop, celebrate the wins and acknowledge those things. Those are really important to consistently moving forward in our wellness. I agree. Um, it, it, how you describe it is very, um, very similar to what you would do in your, you know, overall tracking your spending numbers, right? Like when you start to see success and it's like at the end of, at the end of the month, you're not seeing negative, right? Or your credit card balances aren't increasing. And, you know, when you're starting to pay attention, right? Like I, I'm sure there's an app for that. <laughs> Isn't there an app for everything? <laughs> everything. But, right. So, but, but yeah, like those little small successes and wins is what gets you further ahead. So on the financial side of like this equation, right? Because um, most people probably don't know this exists, right? And they find someone like you and not a very good point in their life. And, um, but how, like, how do, how do we think about this? Like everybody has a line item for health insurance in our, in our spending, like, and we even talk about like, this is the conversations I get to have. It's like, well, should I have a silver plan or a gold plan? Right? Like, <laughs> all right, right? We can look at that from the standpoint of like, is this going to be a high deductible, low deductible, right? Like that's the money part. But how do you think beyond that, right? Like, yes, there is expenses associated or there's costs associated with, with paying for your health and, you know, and well-being. But something like what we're talking about is, is just the next level in, in this equation. So like, I want to have like a practical number, not even like a specific number, but a practical approach to discuss this with clients. So what do you think? Well, understanding again, that a functional medicine perspective is going to be preventive. There, there are a lot of words we use to describe functional. Sometimes it's integrative or holistic or preventive medicine. It's kind of like when you go in for a well woman exam, right? That's covered by your insurance, but again, it's preventive. So we want everything to be preventive. It's like when we have insurance or a financial planner, you know, someone that's looking over us and saying, these, this is where you need to put your money for your financial success. Well, this is where you need to put your money when it comes to your health for your health and wellness success. We never want to get to the point where you're trying to have to 
pay too much attention to the deductible or too, how much, you know, you're paying in healthcare expenses or how much you're paying at the pharmacy in medications. You know, the goal is not to over-medicate. The goal is to get yourself to a place in your wellness journey where you're paying minimally to maintain your health and your wellness. Now, a lot of people are to the point where they're on several medications. And so realistically, it looks kind of like a bridge therapy. And what I mean is that we are bridging you off of the medications that you no longer want to be on anymore, be on anymore, because they're really just masking symptoms. They're not actually fixing anything. You know, if you're on board, you want to get off those medications and you want to start supplementing your body with what it needs. So it's a transition. You can be on some of those supplements and things like that simultaneously while you're winning off the other medications. And as we transition into more health, then you don't need to be using that insurance. In fact, a lot of this approach is cash pay. And one of the reasons why is that insurance doesn't want to pay for something that's not going to make money. <laughs> Unfortunately, right. Yeah. So, so, you know, the concern there for patients and for healthcare professionals is that if you want someone dictating where your money is going to go and how you should spend it when it comes to your health, then you go through insurance. But if you want to be with physicians and pharmacists and a healthcare team that has the liberty to treat you like you deserve to be treated, a lot of that will be cash pay. Mm -hmm. And I can guarantee you that people that I've been working with for a long time and patients who have really reaped the rewards of functional, integrative, and holistic medicine, they say, I would never go back never go back because I haven't needed a medication in the past 20 years to mask any symptoms. I make sure my hormones are balanced. I make sure that my gut is balanced. My mind is balanced. I take the supplements I need to. I'm active in the way I need to be. I follow the diet that fits me and they're as happy as they can be because they're as healthy as they can be. But again, people have to buy in and really understand what it is that they're doing on this wellness journey, because there's a difference between someone else's version of health and in your version of wellness, you know, what does it mean to you? Is it being able to play with your kid or throw the ball around or, you know, walk your daughter down the aisle? That's why it's important to get clear on what these intentions are so that you can really get behind the idea of replenishing and rebalancing your body, because that is where true wellness happens. It's individualized. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think we all, we all would agree that there's like, there shouldn't be a price to put on it, right? right. Ultimately, yes, there's right. there's things that cost money, but when you look at this just structure and and setup of our of our medical system, it's just yeah, it's just my well, and you know, to be completely honest, a lot of the techniques that we use to get us trending in the right direction and maintain our our wellness is they're totally free. You know, mm -hmm. move, movement is free. Mind work is free. Meditation is free. Breathing is free. We do it every day. So there's so many tools that even if someone says, well, you know, I can't afford that right now, then let's focus on what we can afford right now. Let's focus on the free tools that we have so that we can get you where you need to be. You gotta, you gotta meet people where they're at. Agree. And thank you for reminding that because I think that's definitely a concern for a lot of people. Like that's these alternative alternative, you know, ways of doing things are are just different. I know you have um I know you work with clients individually, but tell us a little bit more about how how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about your work? 
Right. So I do offer one-on-one individualized coaching with my clients all all virtually. And it's generally best for people to connect with me through my website or on my Instagram. I'm usually most active there. My website is briannagregory.com. And there's some more information about me on there. Again, how I got to where I'm at and, and why I'm really passionate about helping people understand why and how they can get to the best version of themselves. There, people can go on my website and book an initial consultation, which is that initial deep dive that I do with my clients to really get to know you. It's extensive. In, it's an extensive intake because I want to give you all the time you deserve. And I want to make sure that you that you really achieve your goals for you. Cause again, they're individualized. So there's no cookie cutter formula. It's individ- it's individualized to each individual person. But you can connect with me through there. I also have a blog on my website, The Refined Woman, or shoot me a message on Instagram. Awesome. And I did sign up for your blog. So I'll include, (laughs) I'm looking forward. I do geek out on these topics for sure. So um, I uh, will include all of this in the show notes for everyone who's interested. And uh, I very much appreciate this conversation. It's, It's definitely something that everyone needs and it's not talked enough about. And so hearing, you know, hearing horrible stories. And I'm sure you, 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 you get to deal with it a lot more than I do, but I see the financial impact of it, um, is, is, is definitely worth thinking about taking a different set of actions. So I very much appreciate you coming on today. Thank you. Yeah. Financial stress is a, is a huge underlying issue for causing overwhelm in people's lives, which again, is why we can't segregate the two people need to have both financial and physical health health is wealth and vice versa. So super important. And I appreciate you having me on today. And it's a pleasure to be able to speak about this and, and to help empower and inform and hopefully point people in the right direction. So thank you so much. Yeah, no, totally. Thank you, Brianna. And I, I'm really excited that we, you know, exploring the wellness um, throughout these conversations. So again, thank you so much. Thank you. Disclaimer. The opinions expressed on this show are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individuals. To determine which investments or solutions may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial advisor, or tax professional for more specific advice. Hey there, Money Boss Parent, giving you a virtual high five because you just wrapped up another awesome episode of the Money Boss Parent Podcast. If you're craving more insights, hop over to moneybossparentpodcast.com. You'll find there detailed show notes from today's episode and even some sweet deals from our guests and partners. And if you're eager to connect with other super cool moms and dads who are just like you, who are navigating the world of money and parenting, come join our exclusive Facebook community for Money Boss Parents. The link is waiting for you at moneybossparentpodcast.com.